This is a song in that race cats. Race cats. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Optimistic Underdog Podcast, where we talk official sports news with unofficial sports people. Today, we are recording our Let's Learn series, and today's subject is F1 racing. So I am super excited. I'm here with my two very special guests, and over here, I have one of my favorite people in the entire world, Miss Jessie. What is up? How are you doing? Oh, that's me. I'm good. I'm excited to learn cars. I actually thought we were talking about race cats, so (gasps) I'm in for a world of of knowledge here. I may have made a title. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> may have made a typo and said race cats not race cars and that's how i got her here but hey you know sometimes it's what you just need to do it's fine it's fine we're still gonna have a good time <laughs> and of course the man with all the knowledge he was here for our very first episode of optimistic underdog and he's going to be teaching us about f1 today and i'm very very excited to learn more about it that is the one the only vitz patel vitz what is up oh. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited. I know that we talked about this before. We talked about this on the episode. I don't know very much about F1 except the cars go real fast. Um, I have a little mm-hmm. bit of knowledge about some NASCAR stuff. I used to watch some of that a long time ago. Uh, and I'm actually going to some races this year. Maybe if things That's are kind cool. of normal in a few far away months, maybe possibly. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But um you know, potentially, maybe I'll get to see some cars go fast this year. And I have been to one race, and I don't remember what it is. So maybe you can help me with that today. So we'll sure. see how that all goes. But <laughs> let's get into it. So, Vitz, let's just start with something basic. What is F1 racing? So, uh, Formula 1 races is 23 races around the globe. 20 drivers, 10 teams, and one world champion. Uh, so, single-seater race cars. And essentially, we go all around the world to five of the six continents. And yeah, we just see whoever the heck's the fastest on the day. Wow. Five out of six continents. So I'm guessing we skip over Antarctica, right? Is that the one we're not getting we on, right? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah so, the penguins would be really looking forward to this. I mean, there you I go. Think, I think that can make for some really pretty scenery. I've seen some photos from some of these races, and they're absolutely gorgeous. As someone who does photography, I think that'd be a lot of fun. But I could see how that could be a little difficult racing down there, I guess. So <laughs> be fun, though. <laughs> it would be fun. I mean, I know... We we uh we we've seen some drifting cars go around some icy bends and you know hey you I could that could be fun doing some F one stuff down in Antarctica, sure. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. So but, ten teams then. So two guys yeah. per team. I'm guessing. Yeah. So uh, two guys per team. So our teams run as Mercedes AMG Petronas. We have the world famous Ferrari, who everybody's heard of. Uh, we have Red Bull, who own two teams. So they have Red Bull Racing, and then they have a sister brand called Alpha Tauri, which is based on their fashion label, which hasn't really got off the ground, but you know they're trying real hard to do. Uh, we have the British outfits McLaren, uh, Aston Martin have joined this year, which is very good. So they've got a very pretty green car. Uh, the French are here with Alpine, uh, who are technically Renault, but everybody calls Alpine these days. And then we have the brand that every gear and petrol head has to love by law, Alfa Romeo. So they've got a team here <laughs> as well. Uh, and we have uh, the Williams outfit, who are owned by Dalton uh, 
investors at the moment. And we have the all-American outfit, which is not quite American, but the American outfit no less, known as Haas. So those are the teams who we have mm. on board. I recognize some of those names. I'm doing good so there far. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm like, I, I, so a few of you know that I buy cars. That's my job. So I know those names. Now, I don't typically get to spend that kind of money on cars at my job. But, <laughs> I mean, I did buy an Alpha the other day, which you was did. super exciting. That was fun. I actually got another one. It was like one of the only things I could buy this week was an Alfa Romeo, which is a little nerve-wracking. But mm -hmm. um, still super exciting because it was pretty red. And I always love They have the best names. For They're their so cars. pretty. Alfa Rosa, I love it. It's just, oh, like, come on. How can you not? And the interiors, they have some of the best interiors on those cars and i mean granted at least over here we're just like oh it's just a fancy chrysler interior yeah i mean yeah. you're probably right but hey they have this really pretty i love one of my favorite alvas i think i've seen was the the black with the red interior it just i yes. mean it's not something you see typically but man it is a sharp looking car and i just love the riviera it. special yeah absolutely mm. and yeah. because it's engineered by a german all the buttons work so exactly. that's also good. Exactly. I am a huge fan of German cars already. Just like give me the Volkswagens, give me the Mercedes. I love them all. But yes, the German engineering on cars is perfect. So there we go. But yeah, so in terms of the, the big names, uh what we have in the sport. So some people you may have heard of, uh Lewis Hamilton. So he is our defending champion. He is seven times a world champion, so he is at the top of his game at the moment. Uh, yeah, so as I said, he's won. Statistically, he's the most winningish driver. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a word, but we're going to go with it anyway. So, yeah, he's won more than anyone, scored more pole positions than anyone, but he's now tied on world championships with the great Michael Schumacher, who you may or may, uh, may not have heard of. But so uh, this year, he's going for title number eight, which will make him undoubtedly the greatest of all time. And everybody's wow. really happy to see that happen because he's a great man. And uh, he's now using his platform to leverage uh, social rights. So he's a big follower of the, the Black Lives Matter movement and with sustainability and uh, eco-activism. So he's even turned vegan these days. Uh, wow. So he's doing everything he can to, uh, yeah, make this world a better place. That's pretty awesome. You don't hear about that in sports too often, hearing someone take yeah. all of those kinds of very good stands on things. Sounds like a good guy. Absolutely. And, you know, every time he wins a race, he's up there on the top of the, the podium doing the, you know, Black Lives Matter salute. And, yeah, it's it's powerful stuff, definitely. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And so That's he's got some challenges this year. So we have the young hot shot Max Verstappen, uh, who drives for Red Bull. So he is the son of a former F1 driver. And he's blindingly quick, but he's a youngin. So he's still making some rocky mistakes. And, mm -hmm. yeah, he's got a bit of a temper to him. So he's had a couple of fights as well. <laughs> So there's a little bit of NASCAR in F1. We can say that. I've, uh, said, I've seen them. F I always think it's funny. So I, we all know that I'm a hockey fan. So we've got fights in hockey, but I've seen fights in racing before, which I always, it just kind of blows my mind. Like you see, like you get these accidents and you see guys jumping out of cars, start fighting each other. I'm like, this doesn't seem like the right time to be fighting somebody. Um, you, there's there's one people is, oh, driving. Yeah, so <laughs> Rule number one, we get into a fight, never aim for the crash helmet because those will hurt your hands. Yeah. <laughs> no. I want you to get that. No. Oh, my fingers. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Nope. Thanks anyways. So yeah, he, he's joined uh, along with Checo Perez. So he's an exciting young Mexican who's getting his 
finally he's getting a big break within the top three teams. And he took his first win last year. Uh, everybody loves him. There wasn't a dryer in the house uh, when he took the win in Bahrain uh, last year. So yeah, all good stuff. Uh, for Ferrari, we're just going to go into 10 now. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, the two Charles. So we have Charles Leclerc, the Monegas driver, and he's joined this year by Carlos Sainz. Uh, yeah, two very exciting young drivers. Uh, Ferrari's in a rebuilding phase at the moment. So a uh, couple of years ago, they caught for cheating. Uh, so Ooh. they were having, essentially, they had like a special engine, which you weren't allowed to have. And uh, nobody, nobody in F1 is allowed to say that we're cheating for legal reasons. So they just said, you know, when they're having their problems, <laughs> it's one of these. But yeah, it, it's all good. Uh, McLaren, we have Aussie favorite Daniel Ricciardo. He's king of the bants. He has bants for, for days. And he's alongside Lando Norris, who is a young uh, Twitch streamer, who <laughs> anytime he's not racing his cars, he's streaming on Twitch. And That's funny. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's doing good. Uh, so to go back to Charles Leclerc, he endeared a lot of himself and did himself to a lot of fans last year. So everybody took to streaming Twitch uh, when the season was delayed because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So he's there, uh, he's streaming on Twitch, he's playing his racing games. His girlfriend is locked outside of his, of his apartment. She's ringing his phone, nothing, <laughs> not, not picking up. So she has to subscribe to his Twitch channel to post a message saying, can you let me in? Oh, <laughs> and he's uh, scrambling to get his headset off and run to the door. That's hilarious. I mean, she's sub to his channel anyways come on support him but that's hysterical oh my gosh that's great <laughs> patreon shout outs for the month of april are mr mac 92 kesselwings and caesar towers thank you guys so much for pledging thank you love we you love you <laughs> yeah He's brilliant. Uh, Aston Martin, so they have taken over a uh, race called Racing Point. So essentially, they've just repainted their cars. Uh, they are led by a Canadian billionaire called Lawrence Stroll, uh, who these days is looking like Count Dooku from Star Wars. He's got a big white bushy beard. He's like Christopher Lee's back. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, being a Canadian billionaire, he's got his son Lawrence in one of the, the two seats. And alongside him, they've put four times champion Sebastian Vettel there. So uh, he's out there and he's looking to rebuild his career. He had a a tricky time of it at Ferrari. Uh, he wasn't feeling the love uh, and he kind of went there to kind of emulate Michael Schumacher, but couldn't get it done against the Mercedes. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he's, he's doing now. We've got a few new people on the grid this year. So I won't go through everyone, but one of the ones I want to talk about is a Japanese driver called Yuki Sonoda. Now the Japanese love their drivers and anytime they go to Japan, the, the stands will be packed with Yuki Sonoda flags and uh, mm. banners and what have you. My favorite thing about Yuki Tsunoda is we stand a short king here. <laughs> and Jesse, would you like to have a guess at how short or tall Yuki Tsunoda is? Okay. Taller or shorter than me? Uh, shorter. Shorter. Um, let's go four six. Okay, he's a little bit taller than that. He's five two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gonna say five. So he's only just uh -huh. shorter than me. Yes. He's only just, but uh, yeah, in a in a in a world where most of his peers are, you know, five eleven, six two, six three, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, he's coming out and he's five two. Uh, it's his first uh, F one season, and yeah, but he's he's all about the bands as well. So uh, he was interviewed quite recently to say, you know, what are your ambitions for the twenty twenty one season? Do you want to score some points? Do you want to like place on the podium? And says, look, this year I just want to grow. I just want to be tall. <laughs> <laughs> so he said. 
And it's like, that's my man right there. That's my man. He has He's a new happy. fan in me as well. Absolutely. There you go. Yuki Sonoda. Own it. Absolutely own that. That's <laughs> great. But it's not just a sport for the young uh, for the young guys. So we have a returning champion in Fernando Alonso. Uh, so he is pushing on 40 years old now. And this year, he'll be racing with a titanium plate in his jaw. So in preseason training, he was out riding his bicycle, trying to get fit. He got run over, had a bit of surgery, and yeah. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, but he, he's all he's all good. He's recovered. He was testing today. Uh, they're racing around Bahrain in Sakir in uh, Al Tribesman's backyard. And it's <laughs> all good. That's Al Tribesman. Yes, they are racing. That's he a... said it was windy there yesterday and we were looking at some of the pictures from the race and mm -hmm. the the sand kicking up everywhere it's incredible that they can yeah, even like tatooine see. out there <laughs> it's incredible that they can see just with how much of the sand is just kicking up everywhere and in that with i mean they're they're not very big cars and they just nope. it's it's like it's incredible you've got to imagine that with that much sand king up i mean i know that even here you get a lot of uh damage with windshields and uh paint and stuff mm -hmm. just when you get a lot of the dirt and dust kick up and things like that on cars like that i'm sure it's got to take some sort of damage and and hurt a bit yeah so you know. all, all the cars are made from carbon fiber so they can withstand that sure that the paint gets chipped and whatnot uh and then the visors that are, the drivers wear uh they're like more than bulletproof. I forget what the actual term is. But uh, yeah, obviously when you go and get like 200 odd miles an hour, if you've got a bit of debris there, then yeah, it needs to withstand to that. But yeah. it's all good, fun. Nice. Yeah, the, the cars are much bigger now than they used to be. But uh, yeah, they're still relatively small compared to like a, a sedan or something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's, 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 that, that's still, that I, I can't even imagine driving because it's it's open, right? They're like, Absolutely. That, that's the point. Yeah. So uh, back in the day, back in the like 1950s, when this thing got started, it was safer to be thrown out of the car when you have a crash, just because, you know, you're surrounded by petrol and all the rest of it. So right, right. Yeah. Nope, we don't need seatbelts, just get straight out, straight out of the car. But yeah, okay. the, the whole point of Formula One is that it's open face. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's then just... yeah, on that, you have to see the new Netflix Drive to Survive. Uh, not to be mm -hmm. closer to Vive, that's a new series by Robin GL, uh, our, our very good friend there. Uh, yeah, so they're entering season three. And uh, yeah, so obviously being a Netflix show, they kind of uh, dramatize a few bits and pieces uh, just to make it more entertaining for television. But uh, yeah, it's a very, very good insight into that. That's awesome. That's definitely cool. something mm -hmm. that I've I've had on my, on my watch list, just haven't gotten a chance to watch yet because, you know, kept keeping up with... Uh, the reviews for the OU pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews for the OU pod for New Girl and Review. Almost done with season one. Um, but yeah, after <laughs> we're done with that, hopefully I'll have a chance to actually catch up on some other cool shows that have been out like that because there's a lot of really cool stuff that's been out there. And I know that even like the movie uh, Ford and Ferrari, that's been something that I've, I've wanted mm -hmm. to check out that's got to do with some racing and stuff. And like I said, so... Um, there's a track over here that's not not too far from me, um, the Mid-Ohio track. Yes. So obviously this is not an F1 track. This is uh, No, a... so they 
Yeah, so they run IndyCar and Sports Cars there. So for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, the one that we covered in Daytona 24 Hours on the first episode of Optimistic yeah, Under that one. So, yeah. like I said, there are so many different types of racing. It's so hard to keep them all straight. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I know, so I got to watch that that race a few years ago there. And um, I that was actually way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. And there was a lot more to do than I thought there was going to be as well. Yep. And I'm hoping, like I said, I have tickets to, because I'm lucky enough to the company I work for. It's owned by a, uh, an owner of the, one of some of the race car teams, um, have a chance to go, hopefully go to the Indy race this year, um, or the Indiana Indianapolis 500 is held, obviously not that race, but one of the other races mm -hmm. that's held up that we would get to go see the NASCAR race and um whatever race is held the day before that which i can't remember what it's called no, so um, it'll be the it'll be the brickyard 400 is what we'll go to brickyard. Yeah. yes because that is a very big like i said i can't keep them all straight this is why i'm so <laughs> glad but i'm glad that fits can i know exactly that's go. why i'm like Pitts, i'm going to a race this is what it is can you tell me which one it is and he's like absolutely <laughs> i can tell you and this is why he is the but one the scary thing is what is all the stuff that I'm supposed to know about, but I don't know about because my head's full of race car yeah. knowledge. <laughs> That's the thing to consider. Exactly. That's how uh -huh. I feel with hockey, so don't worry. I understand. Trust me. There you go. Um, but so I mean, Brickyard is a big deal. That's that's a huge race over yep. here. Um, I mean, that's it's it. a big deal everywhere. That's, that's And I'm very excited just to be able to hopefully be able to take a part of that, you know, in a couple months. Absolutely, go there, soak up the atmosphere. So Fernando Alonso, who we were speaking about earlier, so he took a few years off F1 because uh, he couldn't find a competitive ride, and he competed in uh, three Indy 500s, or at least he tried to. He qualified for one and then hadn't qualified for the other two. Uh, but yeah, so he was there. I want to win the Le Mans 24 Hours, which is the big race over in France. So he's done that a couple of times, and he wants to win the Indy 500. And between the Indy 500, the Monaco Grand Prix, and Le Mans 24 Hours, that's known as the Triple Crown we motorsport. So if you do that, you're the best of the best of the best. And to date, there's only been one driver who's done that. And uh, he was a driver back in the 60s and 70s called Graham Hill. And Alonso wants to emulate that. So he will go back to Indy and try and get that done. But Indy's a whole different kettle of fish. So we're going at 230 miles an hour. Again, still turning left, but you got to do that yeah. for like four hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's always the joke of, uh watching nascar races and he's making another left turn he's making another <laughs> yes. left turn um can't remember where that took from but it's 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 pretty funny um mm -hmm. because hey i mean i know like i said there was a time that i i was very into nascar watching the races every sunday with a friend of mine and i was a big casey kane fan and you know yes he was always making another left hand turn but there was <laughs> uh there's a quite a list of some of the more notable tracks here in the states that I've always wanted to go to. Poconos obviously is a big one. Yep. Uh, Indy, the you know the Indy track is huge. So mm -hmm. being able to have to maybe go there would be fantastic. Um, but some of these race tracks just across the world that you see, the, like I said, I've done, I've looked at some of these pictures that we've talked about for these F1 races. They're absolutely beautiful. Yep. Um, like, we go to, we go to some amazing spots in the world. So the yeah. nearest track to you would be Austin. Uh, mm -hmm. at the Circuit of the Americas. So uh, I think we're set to go there in the fall of this year. And then uh, for you, Jesse, you have a couple. So you have uh, the Nürburgring and you have the Hockenheimring. Uh, so the Hockenheimring was always home for Michael Schumacher. Mm -hmm. And 
the whole stands would be decked out in red because everybody yeah. dressed in their Ferrari gear, and it was a scene. It was it was amazing. Uh, yeah, thank, I've been lucky enough to go to a few races here in uh, the UK at Silverstone. Uh, mm-hmm. So they dub it the home of British motorsport. And uh, so that's where the first ever Formula One Grand Prix was held. And then, uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to go to Singapore as well, which is a night race. And it's a whole different level than a night race. So the track is still lit. So the cars don't have uh, headlights or taillights, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, it takes a little bit more electricity, but uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole different event. And it's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. That does sound awesome, and I'm sure Singapore is absolutely gorgeous too. It just mm-hmm. sounds like a blast. And I'm, like I said, uh, the the atmosphere at a race was something I didn't expect. Um, being someone who's really not into racing, uh, I have a picture of me with some guys dressed up. Uh, in star wars gear like there's a guy dressed up like darth vader and some stormtroopers and chewbacca i there don't know go. why those ones that they picked but i have that picture of me with those guys dressed up i mean and that was a hot summer's day so i don't understand how they were dressed up like that <laughs> i give them so much credit but i ran into that group of folks at a race car track like an actual like race race car track mm-hmm. um yeah no, for it, it some- takes it takes all sorts. So George Lucas is a huge F1 fan. So you can usually see him knocking around at the Monaco Grand Prix. And then for the noises that he did, we're going to get quite nerdy here. So for the noises he did for the for the pod racers, uh, actually F1 car sounds, they are three and a half litre V10 engines. And obviously they modulate them to make them sound more spacey. But yeah, he was like, I want to put some F1 noises in here. Let's go. That's awesome. Yeah. Although it doesn't totally surprise me knowing that. Yes. <laughs> That's not now. A this is pod racing, is what we say. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of funny. That's awesome. I I was yeah. never, I never knew that, and that is super cool, and that actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, like a place like Monaco, you'll always find, uh, you know, the, the rich and the famous and the so-called celebrities uh, trying to get all the free canapes and champagne that you can get. Because, uh, but uh, so that's racing. Wait. racing. So we'll see you there next year, right, Vitz? Oh, I wish. <laughs> For 2022, get Viz to Monaco. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. Only if I can bring you guys along. Oh, that, 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 that's my rider. <laughs> I have no idea where that is. We're going. Let's go. Because I need to get on that passport thing, huh? There we go. <laughs> yeah. So what else? Tell us something else but super cool it. about F1. I want to know more things. Uh, so uh, we have the most efficient engines in the world. So all of the cars are hybrids. They are 1.6 litre turbocharged units. And uh, in terms of the thermal efficiency, so how much, obviously how much heat they're producing, they are the most efficient cars in the world. So obviously they're still burning petrol, but what they're looking to do now is to become a carbon neutral sport. So they're looking to use uh, biodegradable fuels and kind of synthetic mm. fuels. So they're burning no carbons whatsoever. So then uh, obviously for, for people like Lewis Hamilton, there's a bit of a dichotomy in terms of, right, we're doing so much to save the environment and save the planet, yet we're burning petrol to go around these racetracks again and again, round and round in circles kind of thing. So if we can move to that, uh, that would help quite a lot. Uh, obviously, all the cars are hybrid, but the teams need to do a better job at kind of marketing that to say, hey, we're using a third or two thirds less fuel than we were using 10 years ago, that kind of thing. And we're going even faster. So that's something they need to be shouting about. They do that better in other sports, say in sports car races at Le Mans, 
But uh, yeah, that's one of the cool things here. So we've got a few rule changes for next year coming in. So one of the big things that uh, people like me and the other nerds complain about is that F1 racing isn't close. So the cars can't follow each other. And uh, everybody's surprised when there's no overtaking when on a Saturday you do qualifying and you put the cars in the fastest order and then you send them to race on Sunday. It's like, well, no one can pass. <laughs> so what they're doing next year is there's a whole raft of new rule changes coming in to change the way the cars are built. So uh, we're taking away downforce in the traditional sense, uh, which obviously gives you more grip. And uh, we're doing that so cars can follow each other a bit more closely and we can get some more exciting races. So an F1 car by itself is exciting in itself, but it's kind of over these past couple of years, you know that Lewis is going to win because he's in the best car. He's starting at the front of the grid, happy days kind of thing. But if we can get a bit of challenge and then he still wins, even better. Uh, so that's the thing that we're looking forward to most. Uh, there's some interesting places we're going this year. So uh, F1 are doing this campaign to say we're all inclusive and we race as one. And there's a hashtag with a rainbow on it. And it's all yay, yay for pride and accept acceptance and all that jazz. And then we're going to Saudi Arabia this year, which, yeah, smacks, a, <laughs> smacks us a bit odd. But uh, yeah, we have a Saudi sponsor that follows the F1 paddock all around the place. And, you know, at the Haas team, we have a, uh, a Russian who shouldn't be in the car because he's a terrible human being. But we won't dwell on that for too much. And Gene Haas, who's the owner, is trying to sell to the Russians and get that going. But in the other car, we have Mick Schumacher, who is Michael's son. And uh, Michael sadly was involved with a skiing accident many number of years ago uh, and uh, has kind of been in a comatose state ever since. But it is so great to see his son there. And his son has most of his mannerisms. And yeah, he's 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 a good egg. And I can't wait to see him do wonderful things. The the red carpet, well, at all a Ferrari, all the carpets are red, but the red carpet of Ferrari is being rolled out for him whenever he's ready to step up into the big team. That's awesome. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah, Shuma, I mean, I have I have a couple pieces of Ferrari clothing and stuff just because obviously I'm a car nerd a bit mm -hmm. and uh I know that name from that stuff and it's just it's cool to see him stepping up because i mean i think he a was lot in of the people... cars movie erica he was in no, the cars movie I... he's that big a deal <laughs> movie it's it's just cool it's so cool it's just and it's okay so speaking i just want to point out to the cars movie because i love just how much they actually pull from real world racing and things like that and put it mm -hmm. into those kinds of movies because Absolutely. it is really cool how true to form they do stick. Like, I know we all make fun of those goofy animated films, mm -hmm. but like, just look at, like, I, I know I don't remember a lot of names because it's been years. My kid doesn't watch <laughs> those good. movies very often anymore. <laughs> but like, the little cars that are doing, you know, uh, the, um, oh my goodness, what's his the name? Tire changes? No, not the tire changes, but I think, well, maybe it might be the tire changes. Uh, but they look like the little smart cars. And I can't think of the name of them at the top of my head. It's going to drive me crazy. Um, but they just look like the little international cars, the little Fiats. There we go. And I just ah, love the, them. Yeah, the Cinquecentos. That's yes. it, the 500. There we go. Thank you. I, I, but just like all like, and I love it. Them with the white tires and just everything oh, from that movie. It's just it warms my little car nerd heart. Like it really fills that part of <laughs> really my life. Does. My car, the car side of me that I need because it's just so cute how they really did pull all of that stuff into that movie. And 
just even all the way down to Mater and and the tow truck part and just all of it. I love it. It's so fantastic. To be fair, like Lewis Hamilton has appeared in the second movie. Uh, Jeff Gordon of NASCAR Hall of Fame fame, uh, he he was in the second movie as well. So yeah, there are a few famous faces who want to be in there. They had the um even the race car announcer guys. Uh, they are. The they are. They're, of- they're from NASCAR. They're the yeah. ones that go boogity boogity boogity. Let's go racing at the start of it. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so bad with remembering names, and like I said, it's been forever since I've actually watched a NASCAR race that That's I'm never right. gonna be able to remember his name. But yeah, that that is an actual guy who says that at the mm-hmm. beginning of NASCAR races, and it's hilarious. Jesse, it's um, a new Let's Get Ready to Rumble. <laughs> it really is. I love it. I'm in. I'm yeah. all in. <laughs> I'm gonna have to remember his name. I gotta um, look. See, all I had to do was type in boogity. And it pulls up the rest of the thing for me. Cheryl Waltrip. There, there we go. That's it. Waltrip. Yeah, like those guys are actually in the movie, and it's fantastic because it really does. It brings it all like in into perspective, and it's just cool having those voices in that movie. is really awesome. No, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, as I said, so the F1 boys, uh, they are the rest, the rest of them. Yes. I mean. <laughs> class 3 wasn't that bad uh, I've gone back to watch Class 3 and yeah it, it's got a lot of heart okay <laughs> we will say that so uh, yeah the F1 boys they're testing in Bahrain at the moment so they're doing a three day test so they've got 23 races coming up but they're only allowed to do three days of actual practice beforehand so a bunch of new wow. teams have got different engines and they need to make sure they work so the reigning champions Mercedes who Lewis Hamilton drives for they had a shocking day yesterday so uh, their gearbox broke six laps in and then spent most of the morning having to change that. Uh, Lewis only got to do a handful of laps in the afternoon session. So they're really going out on the back foot. So you want to make sure, obviously, when you're breaking a new car to see what works and what doesn't. And then there's only a couple of weeks before the actual season gets underway in Bahrain. Uh, so we were going to go to Australia to begin with, but that race has been moved back because of the pandemic that's going on, as you can imagine, kind of thing. So, but yeah, it's it's a stressy time for for the boys there, and uh, hopefully it won't just be boys racing there in the future. So there's some really exciting programs going along to get uh, women and and other people racing as well. And uh, so Jamie Chadwick, uh, who is a British race car driver, she has won the Formula W series, and uh, she is a test driver for one of the Williams, uh, one of the teams. So she drives for Williams at the moment. And hopefully she'll get herself a race seat and we can see some representation in there. That would be awesome. I mean, I was what telling you a few days ago that when I was 10, I desperately mm-hmm. wanted to be a race car driver. and I was laughed at. And so that dream died. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's terrible when those things happen. But yeah, there are more uh, there are more grassroots things for for everybody to do kind of thing. So uh, even for myself, for, for, for an Indian person, like there, there was no there was no route into racing. But uh in India itself, we've got an F1 grade track that's not been used for some time, but yeah. And now, uh, you know, we've got Indian drivers and we've had Indian drivers like Karun Chandok, we've had Noreen Karthikeyan, and they've gone on to do some great stuff outside of F1 as well. So uh, yes, it's become more inclusive. And Lewis Hamilton's a big proponent of that, of being a, a mixed race person who has, uh, you know, become the face of F1 and, and showing kids that no matter where you come from, you can you can do that too. That is awesome. I love seeing that. I love seeing that in F1, honestly. Like, uh, I mean, obviously here we have Danica Patrick who mm-hmm. stepped into NASCAR a bit. She did. She came from Indy, didn't she? Yeah. So she won one Indy race in Japan and then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, stepped up to do NASCAR with, I remember her car was green, but I'm not sure what which team she was racing with. 
I know. I know she. She was with the GoDaddy team. That was it. GoDaddy team, I believe. Yeah, and so I know because she did a lot of those commercials. But I don't know that she actually ever won any races with NASCAR. She not. Um, but yeah, I know she hadn't had much success in in the NASCAR series. But it was nice to see her actually make mm-hmm. it to a team. I do no, believe certainly. there was. I feel like there was another female NASCAR driver or someone else who was at least trying to um, get into NASCAR. Um, so but- you see a lot of it within sports cars. Uh, mm-hmm. So with the with the pro track racing of those who race at Daytona and then go to Le Mans. So there have been all female teams, which have been wonderful oh. to see. Uh, and hopefully we'll get to see a lot more of those. And uh, yeah, these drivers are, are there because they are quick, not just, just because, you know, to tick a representation box. And it's brilliant to see. And it's not like, uh, sure, there's still some stigma about it. And you'll always get the naysayers who say, you know, oh, it needs to be a man sport because you need to be strong to drive a race car. Heck no, yeah. women are strong and they can pedal just as quick as the boys. Let's go. Just want to point out that I was the only one they trusted enough at my work to drive the one uh, Corvette. Just saying, because somebody almost, <laughs> yeah, somebody almost curbed the carbon fiber bumper on Ooh. the curb, which that bumper cost more than my yearly salary. Ooh, That's so, it. Um, Five seven liter V eight motor with about about five hundred brake horsepower in one of those bad boys. I'm going to probably not say her last name correct um Bree Breedinger Tony Breedinger I'm gonna okay I think that's how uh, she is NASCAR's first come on ad go away I don't like you very much <laughs> uh, NASCAR's first Arab American female driver heck yes that's awesome mm-hmm. uh she this is the thing I mean is uh she'll be yeah she'll be driving in daytona it says so that's super cool uh looks like there's a few females oh, actually in NASCAR. Awesome. so natalie decker yeah cool very cool there you go women can turn left just as well as the boys absolutely <laughs> but no it's all good so yeah i've i've been i've been watching formula one since i was six uh, and I've got my uncle to thank for that. He he sat me down in front of uh, the TV. It was 1992. Yes, because I'm old. And uh, yeah, so we <laughs> were watching Ayat and Senna, uh, possibly the greatest of all time, uh, hold off uh, Nigel Mansell, who was the British lion. He had a big mustache. His mustache was the same size of his eyebrows. It was phenomenal. Uh, and yeah, so they were chasing each other down and they're not giving each other any quarter. They did not touch. They did not crash. It was amazing. I've been hooked ever since. So I fully, I fully endorse getting into to motor racing either as a fan. Uh, and it's one of these sports where you don't necessarily need to root for a single team or a single driver to win. So long as there's a decent race, then that can be enough. And I think that that's really, one of the, the one of the beauties of the sport. That really is a big thing. And I think that's a lot of things with a lot of sports. As long as you can find the the part that interests you the most. Um, yeah that's that's really what it is and even I, I use this as an example a lot i am a big fan of football i love watching football i love watching football with my brother my brother does not live in the state anymore football is not nearly as much fun to watch mm-hmm. because 
I don't have my brother here to watch it with me. I am thankful that we have the FCF now because I get to watch it with all you lovely folks. It's Go all aces. Go all aces. I think it's the first time I've actually had fun watching football in a very long time because, like I said, I mean, I like football. Don't get me wrong. And I was still watching mm -hmm. football games, but I was watching football games with naps during the boring parts <laughs> more often than not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and it's the same with NASCAR. I enjoyed watching NASCAR with my mm -hmm. friends and then my friends moved away and I'm like, yeah, I'll watch a race every once in a while, but. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I get, I get that it's a time commitment as well. So most of these races for F1, they, they have a maximum time limit of two hours, but most of the time it's like 90 minutes kind of thing, but they are trialing some sprint races this year. So on a Saturday, they're going to do some shorter races to see if we can get some more engagement that way. Cause we get that not everybody's available to give, you know, three hours of the day with all the buildup and everything to, to watch a full Grand Prix. But if we can get some sprint races together, get some new fans in, uh, because you know, uh, that, that's going to be the, the next generation of fans who are going to grow up and aspire to be the next Lewis Hamilton for say kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, we are mixing around with the with the formula and getting some new fans in, doing some more amazing initiatives, and yeah, let's go racing. I feel like F one would probably be more exciting than NASCAR, though. To be completely honest, I think I think especially I mean, like the, the fewer crashes. Yeah, there are fewer crashes. That is true, and I'll be honest. I think that's why mm -hmm. most Americans watch NASCAR. <laughs> but yeah, but I will say, uh, sorry to yeah, sorry to cut across. So the. The last episode of season three, uh, which is out 19th of March, I want to say, so sometime next week, is uh, of Drive to Survive covers one of the most horrific crashes I've ever seen in motorsport. So a uh, French driver by the name of Roman Grosjean, well, he's actually hop Suisse, but yeah, he raced under a French license. His car went into the barriers at Bahrain. His car split in two. He was on fire for around about 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, crap. He is fine. His hand, well, relatively fine. His hands obviously got burnt. But uh, yeah, I have never seen such heroics from the marshals there, the medical crew who raced into the flames to go fetch Paul Roman out. And uh, for all of his trouble, he lost his F1 ride and is now racing an IndyCar. Uh, but it is a story of how safe uh, Formula One is. Motorsport is inherently dangerous, but yeah, uh, I would highly recommend checking out the final episode of Drive to Survive Season 3. I definitely want to check Stun it out. Stun silence. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that... That's crazy. Yeah. Great stuff. Do you have any questions for um, me? I think Jesse had one question from the audience. I do. I do. Yes. So, from actually both uh -huh. myself and Kumail. Do cars go vroom or Shout do they go meow? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> no, absolutely. Yes. So they, they go they they go more uh, vroom right now, uh, but they used to go uh, they used to go really really loud and go the full <laughs> as they go past. And if you were standing trackside, you would feel your whole soul shaking. It was that inspiring, but you know, time change, and now we have quieter engines, and and people who live next to race circuits, they complain a whole lot less with noise pollution and whatnot. But yeah, that's fair. That's fair. fair. Hmm? There we go. 
Well, that is great. And I have had a blast today and I hope you all did too. So I think that is where we're going to wrap it up because that seems like a good place to. So Jesse, please tell the wonderful folks where they can find you. You can find me at Pink Spider Felix on Twitter and very occasionally at twitch.tv forward slash Flora Jesse. It's what about you? Uh, you can find me at Vitz Patel everywhere. So on Twitter and on Twitch. Yay. And so where can as, people find you? You can find me at Ambelina on Twitter and you can find me doing the OU pod with the boys and usually special guests. We are almost done with season one of New Girl. It's exciting. It's scary. And I'm so excited to do more crazy things. And it's going to be fun. So also, you know, as always, you can uh, go support us on Patreon. If you do feel so inclined with tiers starting at $1 up to 10 If you don't want to, no big deal. We always have that subscribe button on YouTube, which we love when you push that because that makes us happy. Because, you know, if we do get to 100 we might show that super secret thing that Ben and Apple want me to talk about, so I'm going to talk about the right now. <laughs> and also, I told Ben that if we hit 100 subs, that we could do merchandise. So make him happy and get us to 100 subs. We're almost there. Also, yes. if you would be so unkind, hit subscribe on the you know, podcasty things and like and leave reviews. Five stars. Everybody, five stars. That makes us happy, and it helps us a lot on here on this one and on the other one if you don't mind because i know they're two separate keys but thank you so much for joining us if you like this let us know because we're going to be doing more of these let's learns and if you have a better name for it that would be awesome too because i hate calling it just let's learn but that's okay <laughs> anyways until next time keep it unofficial